Hello everybody, this is Day 25 and I'm excited to share these sessions with you. Again, you know, the, my purpose of uh, sharing these stories about uh, the historical manifestation of God in the past is to stir us up what God did from the very beginning. He will do it again. So why don't we just lift our hands and ask God to help us right now to open our spirits and hear some of the historical lessons that we're going to be hearing. And, and, and again, desire those things. Desire how God will move in nations and in different groups of denominations. So, so why don't we just lift our hands and ask God to help us today. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come before you, God. We are anticipating, God, a move of the Holy Spirit. Father, as the people of God humble themselves, they turn from their wicked ways and they seek you, God. We we seek you because we recognize, God, that there is more than just about uh, uh, rules and regulation. There's a manifestation of your power. Lord, this walk with you, God, is meant to be exciting. There are miracles, there are wonders. We have the authority in the name of Jesus. And, and, and Lord, the most important thing, God, that we can save people with the glorious message. God, show us, God, how to move in the Spirit, God, by, Lord, the next few days as we study about, you know, the different kind of manifestation in every century, God. Lord, again, God, I pray, God, that we are able to glean on it and learn from the principles and desire those things, Father. In the name of Jesus and all God's people say, Amen. Again, thank you, you know, for joining in again. Uh, this is day 25 and I'm excited to talk about some of the great moves of God. Every time when I talk about the great moves of God, it just tell me. But before we begin, I, I want to say that uh, first of all, uh, uh, that no group can say only God is working in their organization or denomination. God has moved in various times and various places and not everything is recorded. So to say someone has some linear history from this to some other point of any movement, it will be impossible. So let's talk about the origin of where the Pentecostal movement began. I think there were many people receiving the Holy Ghost before this actually happened, okay? In, in, in Topicus, Kansas, but, but people had different moves of God. And that's something that is so exciting to me. You know, in the 18th century, for example, the Holiness Revival, the Holiness Revival was led by John and Charles Wesley in 1738 in England. In the heart of the 18th century, the religious landscape of Britain and subsequently the world was transformed by a powerful spiritual awakening known as the Holiness Revival or the Wesleyan Movement. The principal architects behind this revival were two brothers, John and Charles Wesley, whose fervent dedication to God's work would ignite a fire of spiritual renewal. The spark that set the Wesleyan movement in motion can be traced back to 1738. John Wesley, on the evening of May 24, attended a meeting on Eldersgate Street in London. Here, he heard a reading of Martin Luther's preface to the books of Romans. It was during this reading that Wesley felt his heart 
strangely warm. He wrote, I felt I did trust in Christ, Christ alone from salvation. And an assurance was given me that he had taken away my sins, even mine, and saved me from the law of sin and death. This transformative experience combined with the brother's interaction with the Moravian church. You know, history tells us that August 13, 1727, during a communion service, this Moravian church experienced powerful outpouring of the Holy Spirit, which they likened to the biblical Pentecost, and it is called the Hernhut Pentecost. The Moravian church emphasized personal faith, spiritual devotion, and deeply influenced the Wesley brothers took their principles and began to preach renewal zeal about the importance of personal holiness and sanctification. The revival service conducted by the Wesley brothers, particular John Wesley, were unlike anything many had seen before. They travel extensively, defying the conventional wisdom of time and preaching outdoors to reach as many souls as possible. Eyewitnesses describe this gathering as powerful and moving. Many reported seeing individuals deeply affected, some even falling to the ground under the weight of their convictions. Others weepingly, openly, while some rejoiced with unparalleled joy. The meetings were categorized by fervent prayer, heartfelt hymns, many penned by Charles Wesley himself, and a passionate call to a sanctified life. John Wesley's journal and letters often included testimonies from those who attended. One such account describes a woman who, after hearing Wesley preach, was so overcome by emotion that she fainted, later claiming she felt the weight of her sins, but also the overwhelming love of God. Another account from an observer noted the power of the Lord was strangely felt. Many cried out in sheer despair, recognizing their fallen state, but later they cry out in joy for the hope they found in Christ. The holiness revival under the Wesley brothers not only brought about individual conversion, but also birthed the Methodist movement. This movement emphasized personal, spiritual devotion, social justice, and the potential of all believers to achieve a personal relationship with God. In conclusion, the Wesleyan movement, steered by John and Charles Wesley, marked an era of profound spiritual awakening. The testimonies accounts of the period bear witness to the powerful and transformative nature of their revivals, leaving the indelible mark on Christian history. John Wesley and the early Methodist emphasizing that people should have an experience that changed their lives, that they should be sanctified by the Holy Spirit. They should live a holy life. They even begin talking about healings and the gifts of the Spirit. Wesley himself even mentioned speaking in tongues. He felt like all these things should be a part of a vibrant church. So 
you have the language and the desire. Seeking after an experience of God, seeking after uh, uh, deeper things of God, they even began to talk about being baptized with the Holy Spirit. And so, the holiness movement rose out. But as the Methodists started drifting more along with the mainstream Christianity, losing that emphasis that we just discussed earlier on, the holiness movement arose. This set the foundation for the holiness movement in the 19th century. Shall we just leave our hands? You know, again, I, I, I don't know about you, but I, after listening to some of this or reading to some of these stories, it may challenge me that, you know, I do not want to be just a, a mainstream Christian. I want to be a Bible Christian. Amen. When you talk about Bible Christianity, it talks about miracle signs and wonders. It talks about, you know, the apostles, you know, especially when we are called apostolic. You know, I know that that word apostolic is not found in the Bible, but what it recognizes is that we are sent out. The word apostle means the people of God must be sent out. And, and God has given us that authority. God has given us His word. You know, like what I say many times, God, the strength of the church is not its sitting capacity, but its sending capacity, especially God in the last days will use us and let us not settle for just plain uh, dead dull religion, but let us move on to the greater things of God. Let us preach like with conviction some of these stories that we've heard that that, that we will not, you know, uh, 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 compromise a holy living, that, that we will preach with such fervor and such a anointing that it will it will literally put people, uh, 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 you know, uh, you know, feel, they feel so convicted that they will run to the altar to receive that, that, uh, that salvation that is offered by Christ by infilling them and they respond in getting water baptized in Jesus' name. Shall we just lift our hands, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, after listening to this story, there is a stirring in our hearts, God. Lord, if you do it, Back then, you will do it again, Father, right now. Let us, let our services, God, be one that is demonstrative of that, that power of your word that will bring convictions like some of the stories we just heard. Lord, we want our services not just to be just a performance basis, but Lord, truly, God, as the people of God, Lord, glorify you that you come meet with us, that there'll be a demonstration of power and healing. There'll be convictions, Lord, conviction of the Holy Spirit, oh God. Lord, again, God, that you will draw sinners, Lord. Lord, that you will draw sinners and let that people, God, who do not know you will recognize, God, without you, God. Lord, they, they will face their sins, oh God, right now, God. I pray in the name of Jesus, Jesus, God, that you will help us, God. Not settle, God, for convenience. Not settle for the Christianity, God, that is, that is about me. But God, it's all about you. And that's why, God, we need your glory in these last days. We can't do this alone, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us preach with conviction. Help us live the life that you desire so that 
everyone can see Christ in you. So, Father, have your way, God. Stir us up, Lord. I pray, God, for this CD. I pray, God, for every Sunday service, God, that it will not just be a normal Sunday service, that our altars will be filled with people crying out to you, God, reaching out to you, God, being transformed, oh God, as they meet you, God. Oh God, I pray in the name of Jesus that every Sunday there'll be an outpouring of your spirit, God. Have your way, do your will. In Jesus' name we pray. And God's, all God's people say, Amen. Thank you for listening in today again. Uh, tomorrow we're going to be talking about the holiness movement. So just bear in mind, uh, before I close today, I just want to give a quick shout out to a certain people that's making uh, this podcast available. I want to give a shout out to uh, Abby. I want to give a shout out to, to uh, uh, Suwon. A shout out to Charles who's making all the music, you know, coming in and out. Thank you again. So if you can, in your own way, go text them and say thank you for helping Pastor with the podcast. God bless every one of you in Jesus' name.